0: That's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast this is episode number fifty-six. The end of twenty twenty-two. We're giving you top ten films. We're doing awards. We're doing top five games. We're doing a looking ahead to twenty twenty-three. We're doing trivia next because it's the final that, and it's too close to call. It's too close to call, so we're doing trivia now. I'm gonna oh,
1: I'm getting punished no matter what. <laughs> I'm <gonna punish> you <laughs> it's just, just for it's fun. Just That's Mondo.
0: You heard him talking. We got and Steve. We Steve, boys, the men. How's it going?
1: I'll make love to you. Ah, look, you want me ah, I'll
0: on, do it on. tonight before 2022 tonight.
1: is gone. <laughs> What's going still. on, dude? You guys, uh, you guys celebrating that uh winter blizzard out your ways, respectfully?
2: Yeah, Texas is known for those giant winter blizzards, so. <laughs> they're freezing mm-hmm. over over there, man. Yeah, I, I'm surprised you have power to be honest. From what I hear, <laughs> apparently, that's a <laughs> yeah. that thing in Texas.
0: Uh, well, though, the reason they lost power in twenty one is because it um, freezing rained too, and it's not yeah. equipped here for that at all. So as long as it didn't have any moisture, it snowed a little bit, but nothing stuck. As long as it didn't rain, it is fine. It went it went down to negative fifteen wind chill, but Bug. now it's back up to like I think high was like fifty something today, so everything melted, so that's good. And but you, you got snow the tunnels
2: and and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we, we got ice, we got snow, we got wind, we got it all. It was it was a great time.
1: <laughs> did you did you at least prep for all of this prior to it happening like did you already have food did you had to go buy stuff prior how'd that all work i
2: mean i i went food shopping like the day before i was supposed to you know for christmas and stuff um which everyone did because on christmas eve there was nobody out because it was too dangerous to yeah. go so yeah yeah i did that kind of stuff but nothing I mean, we are kind of ready all the time right for you know winter storms that's how we live here so uh, this one is particularly bad, but it wasn't so bad that we weren't prepared for it or anything.
1: Yeah, we're uh, here where I'm at in California. We're preparing for a week-long rain event uh, right now. So and it's it's been dry, relatively dry for the year, and now we're going to get downpour with rain. And I hate the fucking mud, especially because my dogs are outside all the time. And sometimes you forget what's mud and what's shit. <laughs> so you get a little surprised uh, once you get back into the garage. So we'll see how that goes. But year ender boys we're at it again this is uh it's kind of crazy it's still surreal was our second time doing recording in year ender it's kind of cool man yeah almost straight because we started in what january so yeah yeah it's crazy Uh, but we just uh we just passed christmas you guys have some good christmases i know it's box day for you in canada which is your equivalent of black friday so we'll start with you steve how was your christmas and you buy anything yet
2: Uh, Well, I only got half the gifts because I haven't seen my family yet because of the winter and stuff, but I did get some cool shit. I mean, nothing too geeky. You know, I'm old now, so I got a coffee coffee machine and a Roomba (laughs) and um, yeah, nothing too exciting. The only geeky stuff I got was actually horror. I got the Hammer Collection.
1: um, Yeah, you wanted that.
2: On Blu-ray, yeah, because it's one of my like big holes in horror where I haven't seen a ton of them. I've only seen like three or four of them, so pretty psyched about that i got a shining game and yeah just stuff like i got a book the james Rolfe book which I, I know todd and i are big fans of i mean the angry video game nerd for those who listen to the podcast uh so i'm really looking forward to that but nothing too crazy what about you guys tiny boy
0: yeah i got the james Rolfe book um got the arnold schwarzenegger autobiography i'm looking forward Ooh. to that um a couple figures things like that it was good man just hanging out um, it was cold for Texas standards here. So we stayed in the house and just, you know, ate some food, hung out and, you know, normal stuff like that. What about you, Mono? Ah, uh,
1: Christmas Eve, uh, we went to my aunt's house first time in three years we've been out to celebrate, uh, Christmas with family. So did that. It was pretty cool to reunite with everyone and kind of be the usual crazy self that I am talking shit to everybody, making everyone laugh. Uh, Christmas Day was relatively quiet. It was just pretty much uh, the kids and I and, and Christine, my wife, um, just pretty much the four of us watching the kids open uh, insane amount of gifts that no no parent should buy their kids because there was literally 15 presents each. Um, but give, give, uh, keep in mind, we wrap them all individually, small ones, big ones. But uh, I was interested. My wife bought me chonies, which I know in our older age, we get happy for. Um, but she bought me the kind of chonies that have the separate insert for your nut sack. So uh I'm a little intimidated by these. I don't know. uh, I've never used these before, so I'll have to report back to you guys uh, and let you know if if it's a worthy investment or not. Well,
0: she (laughs) sent me my pair, too, and um... (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say some shit,
2: (laughs) you little bitch. So so what are you going to do with all that extra room? I don't know.
0: He's going <laughs> to use it for his spare change. <laughs> like grandma's little coin purse. <laughs> yeah, I could smuggle
1: stuff now. I'm good. So, Yeah, so it, it was cool, man. We we had our traditional tamales that we bought. Um. So, But it was relatively good. Now we're looking forward to the new year. And the kids and I, we wanted to throw a party. But uh, we're going to have rain in the forecast. So that's not going to happen. So we'll probably just have a little us thing. Because uh, I think my wife, I'm not sure if she works that day or not. So
0: no, she what? doesn't. She's gonna be um <laughs> hey, wait,
1: she going to <laughs> Texas or
2: what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh
1: man.
2: I, I love California living, you know. Here in Canada <laughs> it's like there's fucking snow and wind and ice and cars <laughs> in the ditch. People are fucking dying People have no electricity. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Oh, we, we probably maybe there's... we'll cancel, we're not sure motto's like oh it's gonna rain we gotta catch yeah. it <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you gotta understand is rain for
0: california is like a fucking ordeal dude yeah, yeah. you just like they're, just they're like, like what's you, this shit
1: <laughs> just like an earthquake in canada you guys would lose your shit that's you true. guys don't that's true so spikes are fucked man they're scary they're fucking terrifying and, get, and now we, what firestorms you get them there too. you guys yeah we you oh. get
2: the big ones uh, sometimes <laughs> Uh, no, not okay. not, not the well, like, five. Oh,
0: yeah, well, my national yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Not, not yeah. the 5.0, like plus shit, yeah. You know, but we uh, have Canadian geese. We win automatically. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But we sent yeah. we send them south for the winter, so we're actually safe right now. Yeah, I'll take, I'll, I'll take the, the fucking snow
0: all day over the. Did we geese? get a bunch of geese in Kentucky, dude. They're fucking crazy. Other oh, man Yeah, we call them I'll we watch... call them snake ducks because you walk up to them yeah. and they start hissing at you. You're like, damn. Hey, do they do they have teeth? No, they got beaks. Wait. No, well, I they do not. they do not <laughs> teeth. No. Well, no, like they fucking no. had little.
2: <laughs> Fuck, are you kidding? I, I, if they had teeth, it'd be over. They'd no, be the, I thought they'd be
0: the
1: dominant had, species. I thought they had like little teeth, like inside of their bills or whatever they're called. So I was like, man, I want to grab one by the neck and just fucking like.
0: Ring his Pokemon
1: ass. Pokemon it. Like, you're mine. You're <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> mine. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, let's do it this. Being... Let's yeah, let's let's dive Fucking in, tribute, man. You're under trivia to determine it all. I'm I'm pretty much out of it. So it leaves it up to uh, Steve and Todd. So mm-hmm. that being said, though, I'm going to go first. Well,
0: of no, course, of
1: course. OK, well, well I'm going to go first after this okay. Okay, score. quarter
0: yeah. number four, Steve holding on by a skin of a little hair with eight myself, seven <laughs> Mondo four. He lost clearly, clearly. overall. Man, uh, Mondo is math- mathematically eliminated at 32, Maybe. but I'm only down by three from uh, Steve's 43 to my 40, so let's fucking do it.
1: Oh, alright. So, this first question, I said, you know what, if it's between them, let's make it a little interesting. Let's make it a little... Make sure. let's, make it a little yeah. let's get some anxiety yeah. and chaos. So, this first question is going to be the best three out of four. I'm going to give you the heroes. Hold, sh- hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold
0: on. You have to get
1: I'm 37%. I'm going to give you the hero's alias and you're going to give me their hero name.
2: So So, you're getting their real name and we have to give the hero name?
1: I'm giving you the real name and you're going to give me their hero name, okay? Okay. And it's going to go, it's speed, baby, speed, all right? So best three out of four. We're both answering
0: at the same time still. Yeah,
1: answer at the same time, whoever gets it first. All right, we'll start off with a really easy one, all right? Selena Kyle, that, that one. one. Ooh, that was that's me close. clearly. That, that was me clearly. I, I was close. Of I, I, I did, I did, I edit. did, I did hear Todd, oh, but it was well, a, it was a close one. So we'll we'll wait for the edit. But I did hear Todd. Right, well, I'm giving so, myself
0: the point. Let me know if I had to take out.
1: No, no, well, you gotta no at, best oh, best got to get best three out of one. four. Oh, wins. oh, we don't get one. Best three out of four Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. One in
0: there, just in case, and then zero for Steve so far. Just timekeeping. Here you go.
2: Next one. Kurt Wagner. It's. um What is that? The quarterback Wagner. for the St. Louis Rams.
3: <laughs> Kurt it, Wagner. Uh, How about yeah, that? Is that...
2: Um, oh my God. Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve's got it. Nightcrawler. He's got it. So that's still iffy. So still iffy yeah. with
1: that first one. All right. Next one. Peter Nikolaevich Respu. Oh, Colossus. So you got, got it right. You got oh, it right. So he no, he got it. Oh yeah, it right.
2: Yeah, I was thinking of the guy from Hellboy, who was also very yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, you got it right. Got it right. So, so technically, we'll just say, we'll say that Steve's up, so he can yeah, either win it or Todd can tie it. it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Kane Marco.
3: What was that? Oh, that's he uh Juggernaut.
1: Oh, this fucker got the point. Got Some the point. So, right. so Steve wins it. Best three out of four. My so last all that for one point, though, right? yeah, one point. It's one point.
2: <laughs> okay. All that right. for one point. Dramatic. But
1: I just wanted you to sit out a little bit. <laughs> all,
2: right. all right. I'll okay. go next. Okay. Um, in which MCU film does Jenna Ortega appear in? Uh... Film as opposed to TV show. Yeah, not t-
1: a film. It's not a TV show. I'm going to say Multiverse of Madness.
2: Wrong. Good guess. I'm wrong. Um, Doctor Strange. The first one. <laughs> sure. Uh, wrong. Dang it. <laughs> so, Jenna Ortega's very first role was in Iron Man Three. Mm. Who was she? Uh, so the whole movie is about the uh, you know the powers that Killian is trying to get, and the reason is the vice president's daughter needs like she's. Uh, they're injecting like, her with her. she's like crippled and stuff, and she needs to like get get her was... medicine. Oh shit! And that was Jenna Ortega in her very first role,
0: huh. dude.
1: She had to be like what eleven or twelve in probably, that, probably. Yeah, I did not know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> Call of Duty Ghosts mm. came out in 2013. Yes. Which number oh. in the series was that? Seven. Seven incorrect. Uh, let's see. Nice counting. <laughs> yeah, he is.
2: Oh my god! Did black fight come before? Or after? If he gets it wrong, can we do closest? No, I'm, I'm gonna wonder. go. I'm gonna go eight.
0: Oof, incorrect. Ten. Oh really? Oh, 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 oh shit! Sure. Oh, so Blackfyre one, two, and
2: Model Warfare two. I looked at,
0: but... I looked at a, a, a table earlier.
2: They they stopped like counting him after four, so like number wise.
0: Yeah, it went to three and then it went to four. four, It it was four Modern Warfare
2: and then it, yeah, Yeah. World of War, and that's when it stopped. uh, Yeah,
0: and then Black Ops. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, it's (laughs) fine. Let's just deal with it. (laughs) Right. Now we're back to Modern Warfare 2 again. I was like, what the? Yeah. Yeah, now it's confusing. Yeah.
1: All right. My second question of the night, overly complicated, unnecessary, but let's do Why? it anyway. You, you need to get seven
0: out of 11.
1: <laughs> no. All right. Listen closely, gentlemen. Like Sam-,
0: Sam used to be on the horse. Make some up as she goes. Listen
1: closely. <laughs> I wrote this down. Okay. El- Elden Ring was voted best game in 2022. It sold Correct. 17.5 million games by September of 22 and is the fastest selling game for Bandai Namco. However, it was only the second best-selling game in the U.S. in 2022. What was the first? God of War? No. Minecraft? No. Can we I will one give more? you each a second guess. Is it a
0: 2022 title? Yes, sir. Okay. I was trying to get cute with it.
2: Huh? What was the first um,
0: release this 2022. Is it Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? And
1: Todd with the points, yes, he got it. I was like, "Damn, you just talked about it right now." Back alive, baby. (laughs)
0: It's just your your elaborate fucking explanation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's to throw you off. So one one from one of your favorite movies. Oh, what is the tagline for IBC in Scrooged? Oh, fucking stupid movie. No, I
0: I took notes on this, but I deleted my notes. And You're I like fuck I this movie! Have... I never want to see it again.
2: What is the tagline? Uh, no, I was. We notes. can, we can, we can. No, <laughs>
0: man, I don't know.
2: No, yeah, we just reviewed it like last episode. I know. I know, <laughs> I know. Did see it. <laughs> All right, so it was IBC. You'll love it. But you'll, you'll love it.
1: Yes, Which one is we can, we can,
2: we can? I, I don't, I don't well, know. They say it like three know. times in the movie. <laughs> you'll love it.
0: I Todd. Oh. Okay. Name the plan uh name the name all right, sorry, sorry. Right, let yeah, go. let's try that again. All right. <laughs> name the planet that was destroyed by the first order.
1: Oh, um fuck.
0: Oh, I can I, see
1: it in my head. I
2: see the scene. Oh um, <laughs> I've only watched it like twice, so I have no fucking idea.
1: God damn it. It really? was a course it was a course on knockoff.
2: Yeah. I thought it was uh, Coruscant the was first time for. I saw it. That's what I was looking for. Mono. It's, not what? It's, not it's not Coruscant, though. No, what? It's not Corson. No. It's not
0: Coruscant, so therefore, Mono got it right. <laughs> Doesn't matter. If it wasn't Corson. It it it's not going to matter. No, it wasn't Coruscant. It looked like Coruscant, but it wasn't. Oh, well, there, well, there oh, you go. Oh, fuck
1: it. I'll take it. Whatever. It.
0: Take your pity point.
1: <laughs> I'll take my pity point. All right. My last question of the night, and for 2022, is also a Star Wars question. All right. But it's not sequel stuff in the empire strikes back which bounty hunter is wearing an old costume from the doctor who series
0: oh fuck um his name is which bounty hunter basker rusker basker. the reptile guy yeah
1: i need a name ladies and gentlemen
0: it, it, i think steve got it didn't i
2: uh... no i'm close though right <laughs> very we're both very close <laughs>
0: Wait, I said reptile guy, so I don't know how I'm close.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: Well, you you got the right guy.
2: You just got
0: the He's wrong still
1: name. shaking his head. Yeah. Hey, you gotta give me the name. I'm looking at the Starkiller base. Yeah, yeah, thinking...
0: I thought it was, was Bosque too. From... Yeah, yeah, I was oh, Bosch.
1: there's the name. That's what I said. Uh no, you did you said Basque. You oh, said on. Basque. You, <laughs> oh, you said yes, Bask I'll take all it.
0: Take what? I'm gonna punish you so much worse now. <laughs>
1: It was Hosnian Prime that was destroyed by Starkiller Base.
0: Really? I thought they destroyed the Corson system. I thought that was the mm, whole thing. Because they did like be... their precious fleet when fucking Hux is having an aneurysm.
2: What's the cameraman's name in UHF? Oh! yeah, <laughs> uh, It's Al Yankovic. <laughs> no. Uh, Jeremy. No.
1: What? <laughs> Uh, I don't fucking know. The, this I need... is
0: you see the trend here. Anytime we don't like a Steve movie, we get fucking <laughs> trivia question. Yeah, yeah, we get trivia I'll
1: it. keep that in mind for twenty three.
0: Right.
3: You guys give up? Yes,
1: Johnny. <laughs> Mister, Smith. It's Mr. Noodles. <laughs> Mr. Noodles. I that was knew so that one. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> All,
2: All right. right.
0: Four clues. Clue number one: trailer Wait, out. M- movie or game? Move, movie. Okay. All right. Four clues. Movie. Number clue number one, trailer outrage demanding change. Clue number two, police oh, officer. Okay. Okay. So trailer outrage demanding change. Number two is police officer. Number three, Ace Ventura. Yes, Satan. And clue number four. It's Good. It's Ace Ventura pet detective, though. No? Well, no, that's the clue. The it's third dumb. clue.
1: Oh shit! Okay, well, Steve, you're up to guess before oh, I yeah. can guess again.
0: And then, oh, you messed up, man. Runs fast. I did. Runs fast. Oh, oh, repeat him. Sonic Hedgehog. You got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because trailer outrage because he looked like that a little fucking me. weirdo. And then they reshot the whole film. Well, not. Re-shot, oh, yeah. Then they changed them. And then demanding a uh, police officer because the guy's a cop. What's the
1: Ace Ventura? Part?
0: Jim Carrey. What's Jim Carrey. For oh, oh yeah,
1: Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> doc- yeah, Rado. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Jim Carrey 90s is the best. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is that it? Yep.
1: Uh oh, well, where are the points at? Steve won. Well, I'm done. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> I couldn't kind of pull it together. And Steve wins a quarter at 10 to my nine to the Mondo's five for the year. Damn. You know, for the year. Ugh. Steve took it, took it to us, man. 45 to my 42 to your 33.
1: That was close to him.
0: It was close. It was close.
1: Was it not? No.
0: Well,
1: well, whatever. I lost (laughs) Two years in a row now, I think.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, last year, real quick, it was. Oh, we fucking got God. Steve (laughs) was at 71. Mondo, 53. Myself, fucking terrible. 38. (laughs) Right. Oh, okay.
1: So I wasn't last place last year.
0: No, but now we put movies in it, and then it's a little different. Yeah. What's the trivia?
1: Oh, shit. I'm scared.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared. Yeah, well, you get a pick for this guy. You ever got it lined up. Yeah, I got. Oh, it. you know, it for both us. of you, actually. Ooh, okay, what we got Daddy. All right, so for Uh-oh. you, Todd.
2: Let me. Uh, oh, it's a movie oh. on 2 Okay. It's Uh-oh. one that I thought was so bad as good. Uh, it better called... not be
0: fucking Trump versus Illuminati, dude. No, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> right. uh, no, I'm not. I'm not punishing you. You were good. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm giving oh, okay. you double trouble.
3: Oh yeah,
1: that's the one—the bodybuilder
2: brothers. <laughs> the one with the two twins. It's, yeah. uh, right. dude, it's hilarious. God, I have it queued up right now. These mullets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <They're laughs> she dude. And Mondo. Oh great, here we go. Mask, you were, you were gonna get Fantastic Four. like <laughs> the the like, nineties uh, version? One? No, the nineties oh, version. But instead, I'm giving you Teen Witch. Teen Witch, which oh, has whatever. the best rap sequence in film history.
0: <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Who's
2: in it? Nobody. So Nobody.
1: Enjoy. <laughs> All right, Teen Witch on Tubi. Okay, that's
0: yeah, on. It's also on Tubi. Let me put this on my calendar. Remind me to watch this.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna watch this shit like this weekend. Yeah, you'll love I it. To you should watch to it with watch. your uh, your kids. Oh god, It's yeah, it's it's, it's safe. <laughs> Teen Witch. Oh god. All right, Double I will trouble. report back to you soon. <laughs> Bask. Yeah. Bask. Bask is Bask. the the name of the god from MCU. I think that's where you got it from.
2: Is it Basque? I'm
1: not sure. It's uh, Wakanda. Forever? Basque or something like that. Yeah. So, anyways, well, that's trivia. I got destroyed. Todd almost uh, almost saved us both, but uh, no, he had to lose. And Steve reigns supreme two years running.
3: Woo, woo, woo. Long live the
1: king. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear a Horse Squad because I know you were uh, trailing in that one. So, can't
0: wait to see how that ends up. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> Four-time champ, baby. What's up?
3: Whoa! What's up? All right, Shit. let's do
0: our top 10 films, man. All right, Starting top number 10. 10. Oh, we'll uh, also at... for this year, we're doing, we allow TV in the mix because there's a lot of great TV too. Yeah, um, not a lot of like movies, honestly. I mean, I want to see Avatar still and there's a couple other things, but like, yeah, not a not a lot flooding the gates. Um, So Correct. we'll start at 10. Yes. And we'll Rotate. do our top
1: 10 and then we'll do our awards after we're done covering them.
0: Yeah. Do we want to rotate or just go through them? No, let's rotate. rotate them. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. Let's let the winner go first. Winner goes first. Trivia winner. winner.
2: All right. Awesome. So at number ten. So and just, I just want to pre- preface this saying I haven't seen Avatar or Black Panther, so those two will not appear on my list because I haven't seen. Them. So number ten, Jurassic World Dominion. Ooh. Um, not like the greatest movie, but it's a pretty fine conclusion to both Jurassic World and Jurassic Park bringing the characters from both films together i had a blast watching this in theater. so a lot yeah. of people are shitting on it but i thought it was a pretty fun movie uh, a lot of action a lot of chases and stuff like that and they give each character kind of their due uh, in a satisfying way i thought so and the main character of the entire series gets his due at the end which is even better and so i love it for that so that's jurassic world dominion or
1: what a great uh, yes, what a great exactly. combination of the newer cast and the older cast from the original Jurassic yeah, Park. I thought it was a
2: great trilogy. They did a good job. Yeah, they did a good job.
0: Alan, <laughs>
2: <That> <laughs> Alan, <the> <laughs> <laughs> Alan, Uber Raptor. Alan.
0: Best scene in the yeah. entire franchise. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> Alan.
1: You go next, Toddie boy.
0: Number ten, TV show, animated. The boys, diabolical. Uh, I love the boys. Man, it's my favorite thing on TV. And this is like a little small little, uh, I think it was like eight episodes, something like that, where each style was different. You had old classic Looney Tunes stuff where there's like no words and it's just like a baby walking around, killing things, Um, all the way up to like really sad stuff. Like there's an orphanage with superheroes that like have terrible superpowers, like, you know, shit guy or something like that. Um, That'd be me. (laughs) and i was really into it is it perfect no but if you really like the boys and you want to see a little bit more and i'm super excited for the the school season that's coming out i think next year um but yeah boys diabolical over on amazon prime
3: all
1: right so i was going over everything that i've watched this year's shows and movies and had some last minute changes and i couldn't leave star wars out of this primarily this star wars series which i know was not widely recepted or, or nobody really thought well of it. They kind of hated the the idea of what they did with this character. So my number 10, Book of Boba Fett. I know it was kind of a weird show. I know it didn't have all the nor notoriety that the character has uh historically but I enjoyed seeing more Boba Fett. I hope we get more Boba Fett next year with Mandalorian season three releasing, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, whether it's the the twist and turny shooting your blaster that you hate or Danny Trejo, Rancor keeper, uh, see, seeing black Crescenton on there okay, was one more bananas. time for the year.
0: Hey Holmes, want a Rancor?
1: <laughs> want a Rancor? <laughs> hey, um, but I loved it. I enjoyed seeing tomorrow Morrison in that role. I uh, love me some Boba Fett. So book of Boba Fett, number 10 for me.
2: All right, number nine, uh, starting a run of TV shows because there really weren't a lot of movies that I liked this year. Uh, So my number nine is House of the Dragon, season one. I uh, love Game of Thrones, super good uh, show. House of the Dragon kind of taking that and doing their own thing. I personally don't think it's as good as Game of Thrones. Uh, I enjoy Game of Thrones more because House of the Dragon does this weird time jump with characters just fucking changing out of the blue. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, Why is it a new person now that we're pretending to be this character? It's kind of confusing at times. A little slow, but still a very solid show. And really looking forward to what to do. And season two, probably like four years from now, if I heard the rumors are true. So at number nine, House of the Dragon.
0: Yeah, They're filming already. Are they? Soon. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Avatar. I haven't seen Thor 3 or Thor 4. So I need to catch up. But number nine for me is... Hello there. Obi-Wan season one. The overall arc and story I didn't really like, but I loved when he was meeting with Darth Vader. Um and the lead inquisitor, Mono, right? The Baldy? Inquisitor. Yeah, the Inquisitor. Okay. I really yeah. liked his voice. He was really cool. So the stuff, Anakin, Hayden Christensen coming back, which is all we all wanted this for like the last Hell seven yeah. years. Seeing him in there was great. The fights were cool, and it was just fan service. I wish, I just wish the whole on the whole was a little bit better.
1: Love that series; may have made my list. We'll see. Uh, my number nine is a movie that I watched that I don't believe either. Well, Steve, you said you haven't, and I'm pretty sure Todd has it. Um, this was definitely a true love letter um, to Chadwick Boseman, and then number nine is Wakanda Forever. Um, this movie hits you with the chills from the beginning. Um, and throughout, you just feel there's movies that you watch that have good acting. This is a movie that has amazing acting, and these actors you could tell played these roles with full raw emotion in honor of Chadwick Boseman. I absolutely enjoyed it. It was a little long at times, but knowing that they did this with the heavy hearts, uh, you if you walked out of that theater with dry eyes, you fucking you, you're. Weird person because that shit was a uh, very emotionally charged, and I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait for it to come out so I can give
2: it another watch. That's Wakanda forever, Ibombe. I have to release it soon. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, my number eight is Obi Wan Kenobi season one. I for the same reasons as Todd, man. Seeing Obi Wan and Darth Vader kind of get together, and uh, you know Hayden Christensen coming back was just so fucking cool. And I really, really like that. And I know it doesn't super make sense that they saw each other again and had all this whole thing, because you know of what they say in uh, in A New Hope. But I still fucking love the shit out of it. I think it's a great uh, series, and I hope we see more. I don't know if we will, but I hope we see more. So I'll be one at number eight. But did it?
1: I mean, Vader says when we last met, but we didn't know when they last met. That could have been it.
0: Just say it. Silence. All right, number eight for me is a show that was both wildly disappointing and super fucking cool at the same time. And season two, mark my words, will write the ship. And that's Halo season one. I love Halo. One of my favorite franchises of all time. We've been waiting for live action. You know, of course, I wish Blomkamp wouldn't have got it. I think he would have fucking knocked it out of the park. But the this, this show is good. I think they're going to listen to the fans and ride it. We don't need to see Master Chief banging. We don't need to see his ass. Leave your fucking helmet on for more than three minutes. Please, for the love of God. But <clears throat> when we see him being John, Spartan 117, fucking shit up. Excellent. When he walks through like a corridor and this Marines, they're all looking at him and ah, oh, and they give him a fucking rifle. And he goes out there and starts messing. So cool. Needlers shooting people. Awesome. So let's get more Halo. Let's get more combat. And I'm excited for season two.
1: I need to see Master Chief Hump in some more just for my own. I know you do. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number eight for me uh, was a last minute change. It's kind of lobe because it's a great fucking show. Uh, it features one of the best dancing intros uh, ever for a TV series. And for me, that is Peacemaker with John Cena. Um Such a great show. Steve said it before, that James Gunn is just very, when it comes to ambiguous characters, something that's not mainstream, James Gunn just does it right. Um, I think Peacemaker and Suicide Squad that he did are perfect examples of great things to come. So calm your tits for everyone who's pissed off about all the Henry Cavill stuff. Wait till we see what he's bringing to the table, because if Peacemaker's any any sign of what he's got cooking,
2: we're good. So Peacemaker, number eight. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that shit next episode. The DC fucking mess that has been the last few weeks. Uh, but my number seven is Rings of Power Season 1. So this is the Lord of the Rings prequel that came out on Amazon. It is the most expensive TV show ever made. And it fucking shows because it looks amazing. Uh, some great stories. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so seeing kind of that world realized well, I thought it did it better than The Hobbit, uh, was just so fucking cool. You get to see characters you know, that you know, but a lot of new characters as well, and they were great. Um, just seeing the locations, so fucking epic and huge, and Lord of the Rings is just the best, and I really love that they did it right, because I was afraid they wouldn't, but... Uh, Definitely highly, highly recommended. So that's Rings of Power at number seven.
0: Also something I haven't watched, and I'm going to have a lot of time coming up shortly. Um, Number seven, my first movie on the list is going to be The Northmen, which I know Mono didn't really like. But Vikings is cool. Robert Eggers is dope. Uh, Mono is super lame. And um, it's just fun. Not fun. Fun's the wrong term. It was just cool to see those characters. Unintilla Joy is fucking phenomenal. She's a great actress. Dude. I want to see her in like... I don't want to see her in everything though. Let's not oversaturate the market like they do with actresses and actors that start killing it. But she's great. Scars is always a pleasure. And Nicole Kidman's awesome. Um, what's his face that was just in fucking black phone? Ethan Hawke. He's good in it too. William Defoe. It's just star studded, right? Um, and I was really into it. So that's The Northman at seven.
1: Anyways, uh, number seven for me again continuing the trend of really good series that we had this year in nerdiness latest gators moon knight series um i wasn't a child of the comics as you guys all know um so everything that i've learned about marvel or continue to learn is based on the mcu and seeing mark specter realize i always loved the costume and i got to learn the character in this show Um, someone with so many personalities I think was fucking fantastic the way that show was was just absolutely great hoping they're doing a season two more importantly I hope the Midnight Suns featuring uh, Moon Knight come out soon I absolutely loved Oscar Isaac in this role um, and I can't wait to see more hopefully soon
2: all right Uh, number six is one that Damando mentioned before and that is Peacemaker season one uh, I fucking loved Peacemaker, man. James Gunn, like you said, when he takes over these like obscure ass characters, he just does them right. And John Cena is so fucking good uh, as Peacemaker in this. It's you know he was good in Suicide Squad, but he really like developed that character well in this. His little band that's with him as well. But I actually think the star of this uh, show is Vigilante. <laughs> he is fucking off the chart hilarious. His scene in prison when he just fights everyone is a fucking one of the highlights of the year. Just so amazing. And I love this show. I really hope he continues with it because he's kiboshing every other DC series, but his wife's in this one. So maybe he's going to pull a Rob Zombie and keep it, even though it's technically in the DCU. So Peacemaker season one is my number six. His
0: wife's hot. Number six for me is a Vietnam war movie called the greatest beer run ever starring Zac Efron. Um and it is based around a gentleman in obviously Vietnam Times that is upset with the coverage that um they're having on the war in the United States, saying like the media is portraying him as everything negative, blah blah blah. They're not getting support for their boys over there. So he decides to take beer from his local bar and go to Vietnam and hand it out in a combat zone, which actually happened in real life. Um and it's good. It's got pro-war and anti-war at the same time. You get both sides of the story instead of you know, usually you get one side and it's that's it. They play both sides and they explain to you different points of view, which is refreshing. Um, Very well performed. um, Sets were great. And it was also sad, but also heartwarming at the same time. So that's the greatest beer run ever.
3: All
1: right. My number six, the last one before we get into our top five is my first movie on my list. Um, And a movie from Netflix. Oh, we know. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't put a circle next to it. My bad. Um, Netflix movie, The Atom Project, with our favorite Canadian, second favorite Canadian, because Steve's our first. Um, Ryan Reynolds playing this older version of himself who comes back uh, to the past and all kinds of cool shit happens. Um, I wasn't really too high seeing the the trailer for it, but I gave it a shot. I watched it and I liked it because uh, for things that you said in your beer run movie – This one also has like very heart touching moments in it, um, especially when it comes to the story of like his dad and everything intertwined with the movie. So I thought it was really good. It was one of the better projects that he was in because there's another one that he did this year that I wasn't too high on. I think it was this year. But uh, Adam Project on Netflix, my number six.
2: All right. Top five. Top five. Uh, So my number five. So I'm more of a movie guy than a TV guy which is why my TV shows are a little lower ranked. But this was my favorite TV show of the year. And that is, of course, The Boys Season 4. I mean, within the first five minutes. Is it three? It's not four? No, it's three. I I think I corrected! Got him.
0: (laughs) Negative (laughs) trivia point.
2: Not in the edit, boys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So The Boys Season 3. (laughs) is uh just fucking fantastic in the first five minutes they really get you with the one of the craziest scenes ever on television fucking fantastic and there's so many things you know hero gasm and soldier boy and just a bunch of stuff in the series that just wow they just keep uh raising the bar and i i cannot fucking even believe what they would do in season four it's gonna be fucking crazy i have an idea where they're going but uh i love it the boys the best tv show i think of 2022 and my number five.
0: All right, My number five is another movie. It had me clenching my asshole, clenching every muscle in my body the entire time. These guys were in their little Air Force planes. And that's Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise is one of my favorite actors. The guy just delivers for me. Um, the cast is great, full of hot hot dudes, hot chicks. What the fuck? You, Mind you fucking cartoon character? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and the missions and shit are just excellent. It's got a lot of heart, too um so that's top gun maverick if you like spectacles that are movies then man you can't go can't go wrong with this one go ahead say what have, say what you're gonna say you little fuck
1: no i was just trying to do the tom cruise laugh the... <laughs> like he's always he's always Trigant. smiling and shit i i haven't watched that movie that's one of my uh it's wish good. i would have got to it but uh, it's on amazon prime now i think so um good movie i hope to jump into it soon my number five though we've both had it on all three of us have it on our list now and that's going to be the obi-wan kenobi series on disney plus don't want to say too much of the same thing other than i wanted one specific thing to come out of this show spoiler alert qui-gon jinn and when qui-gon jinn shows up after all the other great shit that happens in the series um qui-gon being there at the end oh, i was here the old time i was like fuck yeah this is great um hello there hello there (laughs) qui-gon master it was fucking great um i love that series it was good again a little slow at times i know everyone had their comments about little leia i loved her um but qui-gon and obi-wan reunited once again my heart is complete
2: all right uh my number four we're back into movies now for the rest of my run and this one uh, like todd said fucking fantastic that is top gun maverick holy shit, this movie goes balls for the wall. And they, there's just no movie like this. It's just so fucking crazy. Uh, you could tell that they really put care into this. I mean, it feels real. And because most of it was shot practically, which is insane when you fucking think about what they do in this movie. Uh, just a really crazy movie. Tom Cruise really does it again. I did not see this movie coming. I didn't think I'd be that this excited to watch it. And it was just amazing. I can't like recommend this one enough, so... Even if you don't like the original Top Gun, I think you should watch Top Gun Maverick.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay, this one is going to might be considered a cheat because I also put it on my top ten horror of the year, but I can see it being sci-fi ish as well. So number four is going to be Predator: Prey, or also known as Just Prey. Um, it's it's excellent, man. This one came out of nowhere. I thought it was going to be complete dog shit. When I you know read about it or whatever, and I was on Disney, blah, 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 it's going to suck. But man, now I have faith in Disney handling some of these properties. Let's see what happens with Alien and so on. Predator Prey, though, is just an excellent example of you don't always have to go bigger, and you don't always have to retread what's already happened in your franchise. You can just put these guys anywhere. These guys literally fucking hunt. That's all they do. You can visit any time period. You can visit any kind of alien species. You can talk about the predator homeworld. You can do anything. So just let's stay away from the stuff that we've been doing and let's move forward with, with, uh, with tales like this. So that's predator. Or, I keep calling predator prey, but just prey.
1: All right. Number four, right? Uh number four for me, my movie, um, a movie that, I was really uh, had a lot of strong thoughts about not thinking that the actors selected, were going to pull it off. Um And I eat my fucking row, my words eat crow, because this fucking movie was phenomenal long, but every minute of it was great. And that's going to be the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Um, so I forgot. So it's uh, Zoe Kravitz uh, Dane. Is it Dane? I forgot his name is the guy who plays Paul Dano.
3: Paul uh, Dano. Dana, sorry. Something like that.
1: Um, the Batman was just such a fantastic movie. we got so many different iterations of Batman. One of my favorites, not being George Clooney's nipples, uh, but Christian Bale. Uh, but then we get Robert Pattinson and he just, he delivered in this role, man. And it was so cool and dark. The music was just fucking fantastic. The fight was just it was grounded. It was great. I loved it. And um, shame I don't own it, but in the day of age that we're in now, where everything's streaming all the time and readily available, yeah. Um, you know, maybe if they do a really good still book, I'll buy it. But The Batman was a fucking fantastic movie. It's my number four.
2: Uh, my number three? The Batman. Holy shit, man. This movie is fucking good. That first scene where they basically explain, you know, Batman can't be everywhere in Gotham. You know, he can only be at one place at a time. And you always wonder, like, how does he get all the crime, like, wiped off the streets? And they answer it the perfect way in this is that he doesn't have to be because they're so fucking afraid that he will be there that a lot of people just don't do the crime. And that first scene where you don't know where he's going to show up, like which scene he's going to be at and the way that he actually just shows up to that one. Holy shit. I got goosebumps with that epic fucking score in this movie. And both Riddler and Penguin and Catwoman were all fucking really cool. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Now, I don't think it's the best Batman film, personally. I like, uh, you know, Dark Knight better. But it was certainly a return to form for the character. And I like this. I like the darker Batman, you know? I also like the goofy Batman, but that's a whole other story. But the dark Batman is really cool. And Robert Pattinson is fucking perfect as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. So I hope we get, uh, you know, more of these as well. Come on, James Gunn. Give us more of these. All
0: right. My number three is, I'm Vengeance. And that's The Batman. Um, I mean, you guys already said everything man it's freaking good. And I, I just loved it a little too long. Sure. And they'll come up the, some of the plot points with the Wayne's unneeded, you know, but overall at the end of the day, uh, he did great. And I think he's a great actor. Seen him a couple things outside of, um, Twilight. Yeah. There you go. Twilight. Uh, high times is great. Um, the rovers. The excellent. The lighthouse. The lighthouse. Yeah. He's a great actor and I'm glad he broke this typecast cause he's great and he's excellent and the batman's legit too and like the fucking such a cool scene where all the dudes like who are you i'm vengeance like luckily he won that fight imagine how fucking if you guys ask me they're like fuck you like but yeah it's a great movie
1: all right my number three something we've talked about and that is the boys season three now todd is a prime example on what uh what hero movies can do as far as like fucking fatigue watching too many of these i believe even though it's set in a superhero type universe because it's a satire and so well done the boys is a must watch even if you're tired of superhero shit watch the boys because it'll at least get you laughing from its satire on the world we live in today the fucking gore everything it's just a fantastic show um steve had mentioned it from hero gasm to that opening fucking scene of doing lines and blowing up dicks and stuff i mean it's such a fucking good show and they're just elevating their game with every subsequent season season four hopefully comes out late next year i know we've got um the school of v coming out which looks to be just as crazy but boys is definitely a universe worth visiting if you haven't started
2: Mm mm-hmm all right, number two. This is where it's going to get more obvious for me. If you've listened to the podcast, my number two is Thor: Love and Thunder. I am just a huge Marvel geek, and anything that Marvel puts out is usually something that I really love. I know this wasn't super well received by most people, but I had a fucking blast watching it. I've seen it like two or three times. Uh, it was it was cool. Like, yeah, sure, it was a little goofier than I would like. Uh, you know, Thor is getting maybe a little too much on the goofy side as opposed to the more serious Thor. I thought Ragnarok did a good job of kind of balancing both, but not as much in this one. But I still had a fucking blast. And the final scene, so the, I know Todd hasn't seen it, but the character that we see in the final-ish scene uh, was just blew my mind that we actually got to see that character on screen. Like I can't fucking believe it. I felt the same way when we saw Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Part Two or Volume Two. Uh, just to to know to. Tell my little kid self, like this character you're gonna fucking see on screen one day, the same way that you know him from the comics would have just blown my mind. So, Thor Love and Thunder, fun film, and I really enjoyed it. And that's why it's number two.
0: Well, they put Galactics in it or something? No, (laughs) unfortunately, I would have blown my shit if it was Galactic. No, they They wanted to, apparently, but Penis Man. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Okay, nine, number two is I already said it, it's my favorite show currently. And season three, while I think a step down from two and one, but we're talking like if season one's a 9.5, season three is a 9.2, you know what I mean? And that's the boy season three. I love it, man. The characters are fucking great. They keep, here's the thing, they keep changing things and keep moving the story forward, you know what I mean? Like it's a completely a different universe from season one. If you watch season three and they went back to one, you're like, damn, Huey's like this, you know? So um, and the glue that holds all that together is Homelander. Uh, Anthony Starr, dude. He's a fucking phenomenal actor. Um, and the supporting cast is good. You know, I know all the, the cringe moments and like the, hey, we're going to gross you out. Those are excellent too. But I got to say, like the stuff I love about it is just like, where are we going to go next? Where is Homelander going to finally get his? And he just killed the dude in broad daylight. And the guy named Todd, cheered everybody on so we'll see what happens but boy season three number
1: two todd wants to see how his fictional self uh progresses and grows (laughs) in season four (laughs) (laughs) let's revisit his character in season four all right number two it was on steve's list at the bottom it is right up at number two for me and that is going to be house of the dragon um it's very hard to top game of thrones for me personally i'm a huge fan of it and that's without even reading the books yet which is on my highlights for next year um but going into it watching it it was good it was fucking good and i know there's that controversy of the time jump and they don't tell you i get that and it's all valid um but i still enjoyed it and the acting in it was phenomenal the twists the turns the backstabbing i mean it's it's kind of like they're rehashing things that we've seen already but it's still new and fresh and enjoyable and to see fucking dragons i mean we've got three in the original series and we've got multiple in this one um the way it ended definitely gets you ready for a whole shit moment coming up in uh, season two i know henry cavill is uh free now he's a free agent so maybe uh there was rumors at one point that maybe Uh, uh, he might join it. Oh, well, we'll see. Maybe he can do both at the same time. Who knows? But uh, season two is going to be fucking great based on some of the story that's already out there. House of the Dragon is fucking phenomenal. Um, And I believe it's going to reach the threshold as Game of Thrones did, including
2: season eight, bitches. All right. Number one for everybody. I don't think any of us will have the same number one, so that's always awesome. Uh, So my number one, no surprise, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I fucking love this movie so much. There's a lot that I love about it. I love how horror it is. I love uh, kind of Doctor Strange story and how he's going through the different multiverses and everything. But anyone who knows me knows that it was the one scene right in the middle that really put it over the top for me. Because not only did we get to see fucking uh, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, which was so fucking cool. And I'm so bummed that he's not Mr. Fantastic anymore. That's a whole other story but right after that then we get treated to the da 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 da, da and then mr uh professor x just rolling his yellow fucking like wheelchair thing from the comics and i just i couldn't it was just so amazing that whole scene was like the best thing that i saw this year fucking loved it and yeah it was a great movie uh, you know i had high high expectations and they didn't quite match them, but it was like unrealistic expectations. I think they're saving what I think I wanted from this movie for uh, the Kang uh, Dynasty and the Secret Wars. But uh,
0: still, great movie and my top of the year. All right, number one for me is my favorite TV show of the year, and that's Peacemaker season one. Um, I dug it uh vigilante like you said he's like a lovable stupid ass but he's fucking cool as hell and badass too um john cena he's such an like a fucking bumbling oaf sometimes you know but the the show never like missed a beat for me um i forget her name but the the african-american woman so freaking funny dude um especially the scene where they're going through the tablet over the mission and shows her vagina. <laughs> Or her girlfriend or her wife's vagina. It's such an out of place, funny scene. And it just like perfectly encapsulates the comedy of that show. Um and then John Cena when he's like, Hey, when he when he has sex with that girl that's an assassin, he's like, Hey, remember that time when I was I was just in your pussy and weird t- <laughs> like what's going on? It's just like it's just hilarious, it's great. And then to top it all off, you got the um the Justice League, they show up at the end and they're late and he's like, Fuck a fish <laughs> or something like that. And he got buried before he snapped and went crazy and it's just like It's just fantastic. I love that show.
1: That was definitely a fucking amazing show with all its potty humor and everything, man. I loved it. Uh, But my number one, to close out our top 10 movie show list, um, I think is one of the most fantastic reimagining sort of of the character. Uh, To see it again, Breath of a Fresh Air, Prey. Prey was It was my movie of the year, man. And a little bit of bias because I met Dane and Dakota at a con and got to take a picture with them and get their stuff signed. But it was so cool to see the Predator on the big screen. I had the same reservations you guys did. What is Disney going to do? Is it going to be a cash grab? Um, And they just, it was simple movie and they put it in a scenario that was just, I honestly, as much as I love this series, this is like right behind the original Predator for me as much as I enjoy it. Um, It's really good, great acting. The fact that they use... Native American actors to do this uh, was great. You got uh, Steve's fellow French men that showed up midway through the movie. I wish Steve was next to me to translate the whole time. Um, but it was just really cool.
2: Um, and definitely, I guess, number one for a reason. Prey was fucking fantastic. Just for the record, I had Prey on my top 10 horror list, which is why I didn't mention it in this list, because I wanted to keep like my... He no, no no, no like there's no keeping like praise bet, great it's, it's, yeah. it's the same reason i didn't put dr strange which was kind of a horror film on my horror list i decided that when i get games. a little bit more but yeah
1: but all right do you guys Amazing. want to get into the uh awards real quick uh for these Good. for this movie all right so we'll just go the same order we did before so steve who do you got for best
2: actor of 2022 uh for me this was freddie stroma and Peacemaker, so Vigilante. Vigilante. Fuck nice. I love. Dude, he came out of nowhere, dude. Like, you know, you don't really know what his deal is at the beginning of the show. And then when he starts revealing more and more of who he is, he just got better and fucking better throughout the series. And he went full badass uh, midway through the series. And it just got, God, he was great. So fucking good in his role, the little weasel kid, but badass at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So definitely Freddy's trauma for me.
0: Very good. Uh mine's Anthony Starr, Homelander. He's he's just fucking phenomenal, man. He's he he's his mannerisms like a straight fucking just profile shot of him and the wheels are turning in his eyes and his fucking jaw does this thing and he's just fucking he's great. One of the one of the best actors, period. Right now.
1: I love that our lists are so different from each other because it's cool to like the same things, but for us to kind of be everywhere, I like it uh because my best actor is going to be Patty Constantine who played Viserys Targaryen in House of the Dragon, the King. Um, This guy, the last movie I've ever seen him in or show, this was a movie, but was um, Hot Fuzz. He was one of the detectives on there doing comedy. And then you see him in this role, um, almost unrecognizable. And what he brings to the fucking table, this guy deserves every award, especially there is a one episode where he just has like the fucking greatest moment ever. Um, And I just, Dave fucking took my breath away. He's such a phenomenal actor to do this. His range,
2: wow. Um, but Patty Constantine, my best actor of the year. All three fucking solid choices, as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're all great. Uh, best actress I have, and you guys haven't seen this yet, but uh, Morphid Clark, who plays Galadriel in Rings of Power. Kate uh, Blanchett's my favorite actress of all time. So to have a character or a, an actress play that role was almost like an impossible task to me to match you know Galadriel from the Lord of the Rings trilogy but she did a fucking fantastic job of being a younger Galadriel and I really really enjoyed her in Rings of Power and if she didn't work the show wouldn't work so kudos to her um Todd you've seen her in the, she was a girl in St Maud <laughs> like Maud oh, in, in St okay. Maud so she's cool fucking fantastic that's a actress. big that's
0: a big jump for her Good. yeah no kidding
2: Dude, that's the
1: same that's the same chick she was st Maude.
2: yeah she was Maude in st Maude. oh shit that's, that's crazy that's I, didn't even know that. I know her from
0: yeah oh wow okay all right best actress two-way tie with amber mid-thunder from prey fucking great um and dakota obviously he's great too but anthony a little better um and then Danielle Brooks, who plays Adebayo in Peacemaker. She's so freaking funny, and she's a delight when she's on screen. I love her character. So that's Amaranth Thunder and Danielle Brooks.
1: Uh, this movie, you guys didn't watch. You haven't seen it yet. And when you do see it, I think you guys will agree that um this performance is Oscar-worthy, Academy-were-everything, and that's going to be Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda and Wakanda Forever. Now, actors, yes, they're paid to act. They go to school. They spend their whole time tricking us as the audience to make it feel like we're watching entertainment. I watching this movie and seeing the emotion that she expresses, that's not coming from a school of acting. That's coming from a place of real hurt that she experienced losing Chadwick Bozeman. And she does so good in this role. It's She makes that movie for me, to be honest with you. And very early on in that movie, she's the one that fucking gets you with emotions. So um, Angela Bassett, fucking great actress already
2: before this movie even better actress after you watch this one nice i can't wait to see it so biggest surprise for me it's got to be top gun maverick uh i was honestly not that excited about it i mean top gun was in the fucking 80s so to have a sequel to it was like eh. but it is tom cruise so i was kind of excited for it but not like i need to go rush out and see it but holy shit that movie just blew me away absolutely fantastic movie super well made and uh kudos to tom cruise man he just keeps doing it and fuck the guy just keeps getting older but keeps getting crazier too uh, i love it like it's his stunts are insane so yeah that's my biggest surprise this year he's guys- more man than machine now
0: <laughs> I did you guys be- see his commercially shot yes <laughs> crazy. he's crazy dude he's good man yeah um okay my biggest surprise i'm not gonna delve too deep into it because we said it over and over again but it's predator prey sorry prey whatever i thought it was gonna suck and it didn't it ended up being on my both top horror and top non-horror of the year so that's pray
1: and for me also a movie it's gonna be the batman with robert pattinson uh, i didn't think he was gonna be great in it um i didn't think the movie was gonna be great and it blew my expectations out the water we got a decent detective batman mode um, which wasn't so cartoony ish it was grounded it was
2: great The uh, movie was defied my expectations amazing uh most memorable moment so i have a two-way tie one tv show one movie for the tv show it was the dick explosion from the very first scene in uh the boys season three uh just wow holy shit like i did not see that one coming see hero Gasm, i knew was coming so you know i kind of expected said, that one but you said coming twice to a dick <laughs> yes, I did. uh and yeah but that one was just fucking crazy and movie moment was the Illuminati, like I said before, uh, getting to see all those fucking Ultimate uh, Universe characters come to life from different franchises that have been, you know, like uh, Captain Carter from What If? And you had, you know, a cartoon with uh, Professor X and you had, you know, Mr. Fantastic, which we haven't seen in the MCU, just is blew my mind. Black, Black Bolt coming back. Yeah, Black Bolt from a fucking super failed show, uh, The Inhumans. So, yeah, it was, it was amazing.
0: All right, most memorable for me, obviously, explaining Penis was fucking insane. Um, but I'm going to go back to Halo, and it's seeing a needler. There's a moment where Marine is on a fucking gun, gets fucking peppered, and just explodes. That was fucking sick. Please bring more of that into the next season, too, please.
1: Uh, for me, I'm going back to my roots of uh, my original love, Star Wars. And this is going to Obi-Wan and Anakin confronting each other, Vader, in in the series. Um, Just having them have that interaction and fighting was just so fucking cool. Uh, But then to cap out that series, like I said earlier, um, the moment I wanted the most was Qui-Gon, Force Ghost Qui-Gon. And to see Liam Neeson reprise that role, which he did voice acting for the shows, but to see him live in character again, like, I've been waiting for you. Where have you been? Uh, Liam Neeson is just fucking great to me. To see him as Qui-Gon again is uh, a wet dream come true.
2: All right favorite new find of the year so this is a movie that is not 2022 that we like saw for the first time in 2022 that we wanted to mention this is crazy because I think this was a punishment movie for me (laughs) and I'm still putting it as my favorite new find of the year and that is of course Samurai Cop fuck that movie is great in the worst it's like the worst movie but the best movie at the same time I fucking love it I immediately had to watch Samurai Cop 2 which, it's not as good, but it's still really crazy and good. It's got fucking Tommy Wiseau as the villain. That just tells you all you need to know. Uh, but yeah, I wish they made more of these, and it's just great. You have to watch Samurai Cop. It's, it's totally worth the, your time.
0: All right, my obscure one that I watched in 2022 is a 1983's Endgame. I'm a real big fan of, like, you know the classic... um road warrior they're wearing football pads and spikes coming out of their shit like that so that's kind of the same thing ridiculous ass end of the world costumes there's literally a couple chicks that have shirts with the breasts cut out so there's just boobs hanging out of the shirt which I'm not complaining about but it's like weird shit like that throughout the whole movie and basically a person that can read minds recruits a game show killer kind of like the running man to get her and her mutants across the country for whatever fucking reason I don't remember at this point but it's so it's so dumb it's so dumb but it's so fun and that's Endgame 1983.
1: Man, Steve, we're on the same wavelength for one because my most obscure recommendation, which I believe it came from Buddy Lance from work, he mentioned it to me and I mentioned it to Steve. Um, Samurai Cop. I mean, what a what a awful terrible movie that is so fucking cringeworthy, but so good. I mean, that iconic fucking scene. Are you circumcised? <laughs> like, holy shit. The movie is fantastic. I seriously looked into getting memorabilia. I have it in my eBay cart to purchase the DVD. It's it's just that fucking good. I'm happy I watched it. And I will gladly revisit and torture myself with it over and over because it's so... I've watched documentaries of it. Let's just put it that way. Samurai Cobb. They need to bring that actor back and have him like join the Expendables 4. Or something like I, I'm ready for it. Samurai Cop, definitely the best fucking shitty
2: movie I've seen all year. They should just make like a the shitty Expendables, like yeah, like <laughs> just the that'd worst great fucking characters from over the years and just put them all together. Yeah, that'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um. All right. So so, so basically, a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so best podcast episode. So looking back at what was our favorite episode this year, for me, it has to be any time we talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. So the running man, I fucking love anything we talk about Arnold. It's always a fun episode. We always fucking make fun of his uh, one-liners and everything like that. And the running man was a fucking crazy. But there's one moment in that episode that put it over the top. And one that I still think about to this day uh, and it's fucking Mondo's joke with the empanadas. Uh, I swear I fucking lose it every time I think about the uh, the empanada joke from that episode. Oh my god, it's just, yeah, it's my favorite episode this year.
1: Who are you talking about? Get out of here! Give me my empanadas!
2: <laughs> no, yeah, no it's of... it it about the cart that smelled like yeah, the yeah, empanadas, yeah. Oh my
3: yeah. god, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh shit that was a good episode Arnold's always great
0: yeah I um I still don't understand where he's when he's like here's sub-zero now plain zero like what (laughs) but uh my favorite episode anytime Mondo is one of like few people that can get me laughing uncontrollably to the point where I can't breathe and when he was doing a stupid ass fucking warrior's impression of that stupid fucking gang leader that I would hate to hang out with Warriors come out and play. Just, oh my God. Fucking, oh, every time I think about that fucking movie now, it's that in my mind. Oh, so man.
1: I'll, I'll spare everyone from doing that again. Do it. <laughs> Listen to that. Uh, oh, man. And for me, it's actually going to be a more recent episode that we did. It's our 53rd episode. Um, A little bit of quick backstory. I was getting hounded on discord with constant Polly shore, fucking memes constantly from Kayla. Um, And everybody talked about how I had to watch it. Episode 53 is the son-in-law went into it, just absolutely dreading every fucking minute. And it was a great fucking movie. It was pretty good. Is he still eccentric and too much for me in that movie? Absolutely. But not only to get all that interaction that we did on the discord, uh, talking about him during it. But we also got a like or a retweet or something from him, Polly Shore himself, on, on our Twitter. So um, everything just kind of snowballed into something great. So I absolutely loved reviewing it. And unfortunately, it's a movie that I'll probably see again next year.
2: Yep. Uh, all right. So final category for awards, 2023's most anticipated. Uh, I have three. I just couldn't decide out of the three. Uh, number one... Yeah. We have one more. We have biggest disappointment. You added that one. Oh, that's right. I did do biggest. Uh, and I forgot to. So, anyway, we'll, we'll do 2023 and then we'll do a biggest disappointment after. So, for me, it's got to be Ant Man and the Wasp. Of course, seeing uh, Kang the Conqueror in his proper form is going to be so fucking crazy. So, I'm looking forward to that. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, I have high hopes for that one. I think it's going to be sad as fuck, but also really good. And finally, and this one surprised me because I didn't like the last one, but the trailer looks amazing, and I love this series. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Wow, that trailer fucking just amazing. So I'm really hoping we get an old classic indie and not like the fucking uh, last one there, Crystal Skull. So those are my three most anticipated this year.
0: All right, I got a video game anticipated. That's going to be Starfield. Yeah. Um... I've been looking for this one, man. I'm waiting for it, like an open world, open universe kind of Starfield thing where you're just a fucking space jockey, whatever, doing shit. I'm pumped. Um, I was looking at Furiosa to be my 23, but I think that's actually coming out in 24 now, which kind of sucks, Uh, Mad Max world. So I'm going to go with Creed 3, man. I think Creed 2 is a fantastic film. Michael B. Jordan is a fantastic actor. And Creed 3, although it doesn't have Sylvester Stallone, which is a huge bummer, I think it's going to be cool.
1: All right, I'm going to keep mine to to just one movie because there's a lot of games. And honestly, it's too hard for me to kind of put one in there and not be fair to the others. Uh, But Steve, you mentioned it, Guardians 3. Um, Not necessarily one that I thought I was going to like and I ended up loving, and that's Guardians 1 and 2. And then Guardians 3 just has like everything is going to change after this. Uh, It's going to be pretty heavy on the emotions. We know that the same team going in is not the same team coming out. Um, and it's going to be really fucking good. It's, it's basically James Gunn's last MCU project since he's going to take over DCU uh, now. But I'm looking super forward to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 dropping
2: next year. Awesome. All right. So uh, the final category we got this year is going to be most disappointing. And I think this came out this year. <laughs> I watched it this year anyway. And that's Uncharted. Uh, what a bland fucking movie <laughs> that was. Because I love Tom Holland uncharted games are fucking fantastic but that movie was just so bland there's nothing interesting about it i don't know it just didn't hit with me on really any level if it wasn't tom holland to be honest i don't even know if i would have enjoyed it at all but he's so fucking like you know likable that it's hard not to it's yeah still very disappointed in that movie so that would be my biggest disappointment
0: all right, I got two. I got a video game and I got a show. My video game is going to be Battlefield 2042. Wait, oh, I was going
2: to say save it for the video games, but that.
0: Oh, my bad. Uh, Battlefield 2042. It sucks. Uh, I love first person shooters. I love Battlefield 3. Battlefield 4 was excellent too. But this one's just a piece of shit. It felt like an Xbox 360 title. Uh, the worlds were not graphically impressive. The gameplay was not impressive. Nothing was new about it. And it had a disastrous launch. So fuck that game um and then tv show for me unfortunately is book of boba fett i loved the luke stuff that was cool mandalorian he's fucking legit but the boba fett stuff was just weird man it was like it's his show but it's not he's trying to be a crime lord but he should be bounty hunting he should just be going around on adventures man get him out of the fucking desert already um but those are my two
1: all right my biggest disappointment is easily going to be a movie that i was talking about on discord just as early as today steve loved it for one character i just thought it was dog shit and that's black adam um 10 to 15 years in development hell uh marketed as like revolutionary it's got the fucking rock what hasn't the rock done that hasn't been successful Well, I think he aided on this one because Black Adam for me was such a difficult watch. I know that DC and Marvel characters are very similar, but I don't want someone playing a Chadwick Boseman type character to the T in Black Adam, which was Hawkman. Um, And then I just didn't know what the Tornado Girl was all about. The guy who was like Ant-Man, but he wasn't because he gets bigger as opposed to smaller. And he was like, whatever. I could be here forever just talking about that movie. But there's some cool action sequences. Some of the CGI was shoddy. Um, some of it was actually pretty cool, but story-wise, lame. Um, and I had a hard time watching that two-hour movie. And I'm glad that some other people kind of shared the same sentiment because I, I want to I beat Steve one time with my review. So Black Adam, what a cringe watch. Thankfully, I didn't have to pay
2: for it. Yeah, I'm going to talk about my watch next episode, uh, but I'll, I'll save my thoughts for now. But obviously, it wasn't in my top ten, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love it either.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, All right. That's uh, that's it for our for our movies and awards. And now just to kind of start tying this, wrapping it up, we're going to give you guys our, our top five. So,
2: Steve, let's go. So just to put it out there, this is not five games that came out in 2022. It's just five games that we played in 2022 because we don't play enough of the new stuff to really make a you know good list. Uh, and just for the record, I had I'm not counting Bioshock. Because I'm only halfway through, and that's next episode, so that's going to be a 2023 thing for me. So, excluding Bioshock, my number five is Halo Infinite, which I finished in 2022, uh, early on. I, uh, I, I love Halo. Like, unabashedly, I fucking love Halo. The multiplayer is fucking fantastic. It's as good as it's ever been, and it keeps getting better. Like, they keep adding stuff, and there's a base that keeps playing it. Like, there's a lot of people still play Halo. The campaign was disappointing, to be honest. Uh, but it was still pretty fun. The grappling hook was a blast to play. It's just I find that the world was a little boring. It was very like the same tone throughout the whole stuff. But still, uh, enough to be on my top five of the year. So that's Halo Infinite at five.
0: Number five, Halo Infinite. Um, it was a step back story wise for me easily. A lot of stuff happened off screen, which was a shame. There's such interesting lore that the bandage kept talking about and like Cortana, like what the fuck's going on? Like that was a miss. However, the gameplay was excellent, right? The I thought the grappling hook was going to be cheap and stupid, but actually it was like an excellent game piece. So you can grab grounds, you can grab shit and throw at them. So that's Halo Infinite number five.
1: Number five for me was a uh, blast from my childhood uh, past and it's also a game I played with my kids and that's going to be TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Um, What a fun little short game to play. Um, We've talked about extensively. we reviewed it this year um, and it made my top five because you can't take those memories away. You know, I had those memories of kids and now I have it sharing with my kids and that to me um, was one of the greatest experiences I had this year with my family. So Shredder's Revenge, number five.
2: My number four is one I think Mondo picked for a review. I think it was Mondo. It could have been Todd, but uh and honestly, I'd just been putting it off. I wanted to play it, but I kept putting it off. But I was made to play it for the review, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. And that's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh it's a fun game. You know, I love Star Wars games. It was really cool to play as Calcastus. I really look forward to seeing what we do in these the next one. Uh, I had some issues. You can listen to the episode to hear them, like mostly around travel and uh, that kind of stuff and the map and all that stuff, but nothing too crazy. It was still a fucking blast to play, and I enjoyed it. So number four, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Very cool. Number four, Gears of War three. Something we covered on the show. Not my fucking tomatoes. Um, it's just a great series, man. And three is excellent. It's got emotions, it's got gameplay, it's got the Locust, it's got the cog. It's fucking excellent, and that's my number four. Obviously, this is like my third time playing it, but. It was a great, great great playthrough.
1: Man, I took that one right off my list only because I forgot I played this game that I meant to cover on our Christmas episode and just totally went over my head. Um, But I played my four. Number four is Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, which was the basically the little small DLC uh, for the Spider-Man by Insomniac. And what this one's this game is fucking cool. Um, to play it on the PS5, it was a PS5, like, I mean, obviously it's an exclusive, but it was one of their launch titles for the PS5, um, and it was just so much fun to play it from Miles Morales' perspective, um, to hear some more of his story as it develops, fighting some new enemies, old enemies. I mean, that game has the greatest controlling when it comes to Spider-Man, and to say that, you know, Insomniac, Spider-Man 2 next year, fingers crossed, Venom, Tony Todd,
2: Helen, please. Miles Morales, play it, hopefully, in the future, you guys. All right. My number three is the one Todd just mentioned, and that is Gears of War 3, which we played as a review. Uh, Fantastic game. I mean, I love the Gears of War series, and I just fucking really had a blast playing it for probably also the third time, and it was cool. I I love the Gears of War. It was great to play one this year. I played five last year, three this year. Let's see. Maybe I'll play another one next year. So Gears of War 3, at number three for me.
0: All right, number three for me is a game I've been playing for, like, ever, and I made you guys play it for review, and for some reason it did well on the charts, and it's PUBG. PUBG's great. I love it, And but specifically, I put it on here for two reasons. One was playing with you guys and Chuck. That was a blast, and we haven't done it since, which is a fucking shame. And then two, playing with my son. You know, it's it's nice having kids like Mono you can attest to, like, where they like the same shit you like, and it's just a blast being able to... Fucking talk on the mic. All right, we go. watch out. We got contact left, and then he's like, "Ah, it's just fucking fun." So PUBG, I'm about to get back on that bullshit too. Like I put it off for like four months, and I'm like, "I got to play PUBG again." So maybe beyond 2023 as well. Who knows?
1: Well, Steve honored me by including a game that I recommended for us to review and liking it and making his list. So I will return the favor, Steve, because on my number three was a game that you recommended, and that's going to be Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Um, we said it on the review, if you can get past the first two and a half hours, this game takes off. I've never played a game in which it is very important to wear headphones. Um, this this, the story writing, the gameplay. This game is fucking fantastic. You know, really we're used to that. oh my god i keep what tell me what's going on (laughs) you know to to play a game where you have just a fucking sword and shit throughout the game you know we're used to games where you can get a million different rifles upgrade armor and stuff this is very simple premise and the game was great the ending was fucking whoa it was a whoa ending but Super glad that we have Steve here to always recommend something that I never would have fucking thought twice to play and then absolutely enjoying it. So if you haven't played Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, it is on Game Pass, you have to
2: play it. All right. Number two it is It Takes Two, which is one of the best co-op experiences I've ever had on any video game. It is the perfect couch co-op game, and I cannot recommend it enough. It's a really, really cool story. It really makes you have to use both people. You have to communicate. You each have your own powers. You have to like kind of solve these kind of simple puzzles. They're not too complicated. And the world is just so fucking cool to look at. Every level is a completely like different thing. You're fucking riding insects on one of them. You're because you're tiny. That's the whole game is you're a tiny thing. And another one, you're like using electricity. Another one more of a platformer. One's with music. It's just I cannot. People need to check this game out. It is really one of the best co-op experiences, especially if you have someone you can play locally with. So that's it takes two at number two.
0: All right. Number two is a game I just started playing. It's huge on Game Pass right now and I'm almost 100% through the story so I'm going to include it in this year's and that's high on life um, I'll cover more about it when we talk in a couple weeks about my um, what played but man the comedy in this is so fucking good I sent you guys a clip uh, where essentially you are you got a gun and it's an alien that talks to you and it's the comedy from Rick and Morty so the voice of him is Morty from Rick and Morty show um, and he just tells me like hey man this is cool huh you stupid bitch you stupid fucking bitch I'm like what is going on um the reason i put so much time into it so far and i haven't beaten it is because in game you can watch complete movies in a movie theater um so it has mystery science theater characters in the front of it they're aliens and they're talking about demon wind which is like a 80s um kind of evil dead knockoff and then there's another one tammy and the t-rex in your house (laughs) that turns on you can just sit there and watch it so i'm constantly sitting there and watching it because the characters talk to you and it's fucking hilarious so high on life number two
1: Oh man, I saw someone play through that game. I saw Tammy and T Rex. I'm like, that is so fucking crazy random.
0: That game's uh, that movie's great too. <laughs>
1: all right, my number two was part of my PlayStation shame list of games I should have played when they released and didn't. Um, from the base game to the DLC. I have no doubt in my mind that when you guys get around to this game, it is going to be up on your all-time list right there with Last of Us and stuff. But my number two is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Fucking such a great game. The gameplay, the idea of robotic fucking animals like mammoths and gators, and just it was so much fun. The mechanics are great. The story, although a little long and it kind of hard when you have to pick different dialogue options. Well, more so continue to pick dialogue. to to push the story forward it gets a little tedious but my gosh that game is worth all its weight um it's it's a fun play i truly hope you guys play that on a next gen console um,
2: sometime in the near future all right number one for the year on video games there is no game that i had more fun playing in 2022 and it's by far and one i still play i played yesterday actually and something I'll play into 2023, uh, and it's the ultimate fucking game to play with your buddies, and that is Walkabout Mini Golf VR. It is just a mini golf game, but it is so fucking immersive that it feels like you're hanging out with your friends. It is so fucking crazy. The uh mechanics are perfect. Like, it actually feels like you would be on a golf course. It, it's crazy. So in this year, I got to golf with Todd virtually and golf with Mondo in person. And it felt the same, you know, it's like this crazy thing and they're just getting better and better. They're releasing new maps. Uh, they released Labyrinth recently at uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea. They're doing Atlantis soon. Uh, you know, they're just doing these fucking dated mist, which is a very popular video game, you know, it's, and their courses are getting fucking better and better. And they were a little basic at first, still look beautiful, a little basic, but now they got characters moving around in them and there's puzzles and shit like that. It is like, if you're, to get a VR, this is the game you need to get. Like, this is the VR game out there. So that's Walkabout Mini Golf on Oculus Quest 2.
0: Okay, my number one is one of my favorite video games of all time, and that's Walkabout Mini Golf on VR, the Oculus Quest. For all the things Steve said, it is a game that keeps getting better and the DLC is like three bucks a pop for like hours of entertainment. Because the way it goes is you have an easy, you have the quote unquote easy 18 holes, right? And when you when you beat that, or you, you just complete it, then you get the hard one, right? So when you're in the easy one, you collect new balls. And it seems funny, but it's fucking really like satisfying. And then in the hard one, you collect, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> in the hard one. <laughs> You collect um, new golf clubs that are themed on it, right? So in the space station, when you get like a lightsaber, basically. Um, And it's fun, man. Me and Steve were talking about how like, you know, 20 years ago or 10 years ago, even like you wouldn't even think to be playing with someone in a different country with no latency, talking to them in the same room, essentially about whatever movie you're talking about, why we're playing golf in 20,000 leagues under the sea with tentacles flying everywhere and shit. So excellent experience don't sleep on vr man it is great so that's uh walkabout mini golf
1: so you guys are going to be very anxious and happy when striking vipers becomes a real thing then oh yeah (laughs) we we,
2: we, we do our best with with the technology (laughs) afforded to us
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: you're gonna buy all your uh, amazon banana cleaners and hook it up to your vr so you can okay i'll get it i'm on to you guys uh, well, my number one of the year that I played is not VR Golf because I don't know VR, uh, but it's my final shameless list of the year game that I played, God of War 2018. You want to play a game that's rich in story? Here it is. You want to play a game with new revamped amazing combat? This is it for you. You want to see fucking Kratos at his like top tier badassery? As a father and everything, this game is going to get all the feels. Um, Sony Santa Monica did it fucking right. This game is fucking fantastic. It is a must play. When you get a PS5, if you haven't already played The Last of Us, obviously greatest game of all time. This is right next to it. Um, God of War, you have to play it. Ragnarok, which I've started, is just continuing the greatness that is uh, PlayStation and their their studios, their first-party studios. God
2: of War, number one. Must play awesome. Um, so all we got left is questions, right? Um, we
1: have some, we actually kind of covered them. I, real quick, before we to top out the games, I did have one biggest disappointment, and that cool. was the Grand Theft Auto fucking remaster that Todd recommended Oof. we played. What a That's... what a terrible fucking remaster ever! And I wanted to echo something you said, Todd, about PUBG playing with you guys and Chuck was still one of the highlights of multiplayer ever for me this year and moving forward like that shit has to happen again i know you got a lot of stuff coming up with moves and whatnot we need to stop talking about it and fucking do it because that shit was fucking fun try
0: only do yeah
1: yeah but um we did have some questions we did we did cover
0: that we haven't played more
1: it, you know, life just is crazy. I, I know, you know? It's it, hard. It, it just it gets in the way sometimes. But we did have a question from uh from Oddjob on the Discord. Um, one of the things he wanted to know was, should we expect some more exciting segments or other surprises in the new year? Hint, hint, Geek, geek Movie Club. I'm totally down. It really just comes down for me personally, like scheduling wise, because. I mean, I've got I've got surprisingly, I've got other things to do sometimes. So it's not always too easy, but I would love nothing more than to meet up with the boys. Um and some of our, our female listeners too to meet up and talk all kinds of craziness and fucking play games together. That'd be fantastic.
2: Yeah. So as far as a geek club goes, it's it's tough because of timing, you know. Yeah. Uh, but what I decided to do is so on the horror squad podcast me and todd's other podcasts we have a movie club every month but what i'm going to start doing is impromptu like all right you know what i have this friday free or saturday free so i'm just going to do a watch along because on zoom you can actually watch a movie at the same time and all do the commentary at the same time which is great so what i'm going to do for those is i'm going to do one horror and then the next one non-horror so people from this show can jump onto those and i'll post a link on the Let's XP Geek and Gaming podcast Discord. Uh so my next one is probably going to be non-horror if I do an impromptu. And we're going to do the same thing. You know, we're going to wa- we're going to take something like off Tubi or whatever I have available because it has to be from my screen and yeah. we'll watch something like uh you know, uh Double Trouble or uh Samurai Cop, Samurai Cop or <laughs> you know, something fucking ridiculous because I think those are the most fun to watch in a group. So we'll just Absolutely. go on Tubi and just watch what bad shit can we find? and see if we can find a gem or make fun of it or whatever. Kung so. Fu and
1: titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah. So, we're going to do that. But the only way that you can kind of get in on that is if you join our free, absolutely free, uh, Discord. And, uh, yeah. And join in on the fun. And we'll, you know, I'll let you know, like, a couple, one or two days before, because that's how I'll know with my schedule. And then we'll just yep. watch some stuff. And playing, we absolutely do have to play some stuff. Uh, we'll oh, have to, fun. like, schedule stuff. That, that one's a little harder, because it's you know more it's it's involved. random
1: at most yeah, and <laughs> yeah. It, it may not always be all of us but you can catch us i'll definitely stop putting myself as offline because that's usually what i do uh i'll put myself as online we'll see what happens but another thing and i believe this was like asking answered on there for for uh cody Uh, biggest disappointments this year which black adam and stuff and most excited for guardians
2: of the galaxy 3 next year Uh, what about games what are you most excited for game wise i know todd you said um, starfield starfield is there anything else you guys are excited about for 2023 Um, that you
1: know of i mean mandalorian season three is coming out oh Uh, sure soca series um game wise though spider-man 2 is rumored to be dropping Diablo 4, Jedi Survivor, more Assassin's Creed, and something that we haven't really talked about because of the busy holidays. The last of us show drops in a couple weeks. So um, there's a lot coming out, but those are just the very tip of the iceberg on what I'm personally looking forward to. But what do you what do you guys have? I know you mentioned some Todd.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same like boat. I just Starfield is super looking forward to it. Uh Hogwarts Legacy is one I look forward to because I love that world um but there's not a ton of video games i'm looking forward to yet but i feel that they announce them like later you know because most of them yeah. come out between september and december so we'll see probably at like e3 next year what we're actually going to get uh but i'm sure it's going to be an exciting year a lot of stuff is due at this point so it'll just be that a...
1: dead space remake is like oh, pretty fucking too. Good.
2: yeah yeah so it comes
1: that's... out at the end of next month so i i wanted to, i gotta beat a uh, days gone the zombie game on on mm. uh PlayStation, that's one of my last games, I think, that I've waited on. But my biggest thing is just playing with you guys online, whether it be fucking Fall Guys, hopefully PUBG, because that shit was cool. Um, or something. I just wish we had which one <laughs> golf. Mini, oh mini shit, golf. <laughs> fucking golf. You gotta get vr go yes I don't know, dude. So, dude, it's so worth I'll, it. I'll get kicked out of that fucking room so quick with all the shit that I talk and stuff. So um i don't know maybe i told i told it to the wife I, she actually got me a gift that i told her to return maybe we can get the vr instead it's cheaper uh, <laughs> i don't want yeah. this
3: what is this no
1: no this. the problem the problem is i really wanted it but considering how much she spent for my birthday and then turn around buying me this gift i was like that's way too much money like thank you i appreciate it i'll just take the ball sack fuck it no i don't need that yet i mean give it a, <laughs> give it a year or two but uh yeah, looking forward to 2023, though, man. More more of this show, more hanging out with you guys, um, more nerdiness. I really kind of hope we kind of delve a little bit more into games. I know it takes a little bit longer, um, depending on the hours of the games, but I'd like to kind of you know, talk a little bit more equally when it comes to movies and games on that. But it's
2: all a time thing. So. Well, next week's a game episode. Well, next Bioshock, episode yeah, is a game yeah, episode. Yeah, next year. We'll we uh, open
1: up 2023 with Bioshock, which it's it's been it's been interesting How i'll leave it at that man interesting um, all right whatever i i haven't really honestly i haven't picked it up since we last talked only because of holiday stuff um but this weekend i mean i got friday saturday sunday off so i'm looking to jump right back into it this friday um but i think i'm more i think i'm like halfway i've got to be at least halfway on that are day. you are you at fort frolic yet okay yeah. then I'm not halfway the yeah erotic art pavilion <laughs> there there was one part of that game that I got stuck on for 20 minutes I had to YouTube what the fuck to do and I'm like, oh there's a jump button in this game okay <laughs> <What> <laughs> the
2: yeah. F- yeah. they showed you the jump button so know- yeah. and- if I
1: if if I could at- if I could attach a live cam to me while I'm playing this game you'll see that I'm so fucking tunnel visioned on the combat that the story and stuff is kind of just flying over my fucking head because dude, I just want warned...
0: the best part. Dude. No,
1: but I'm, ca- I'm catching it. Slow I'm just, down. It's... Oh, it gets me amped up, but it's all the good things.
2: It's all the good all things. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to finish it. So um, yeah, anything you guys want to talk about or wrap it up with? No, Just one more thing. Uh, we did get an audio message from Chuck, uh, not a question, but just a message that he wanted to send to us. So Chuck, what is your message? What's up, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast, Chuck here. Unfortunately, no questions, as I am uh, dealing with some, uh, a situation, if you will, and uh, wanted to just send some love out to y'all for, for the love that you've shown me, and uh, and congratulate y'all on making it to the end of the year. Um, y'all are fantastic, I love every one of you, to all the other listeners, uh, love you, mean it, and yeah, so... No questions, but just wanted to wish y'all luck on the final episode of the year and spread that love. So thank you. Love you. Mean it. And we'll do it again next year. Have a good one. So thank you, Chuck, very much for all your support, you know, throughout the year and the whole time. I hope your situation gets resolved soon. Um, And, yeah, anything else you guys want to talk about?
0: Oh, It's just been great. Great year, gentlemen. And look forward to next
1: thanks for putting up with my antics in 2022 i promise you it'll probably only get worse
2: in
0: 2023 <laughs> so. all right so what, what is our short schedule update we have bioshock shock bioshock and then
2: it's uh, grandma's, grandma's boy. boy and then it's mondo, mondo's game and then mondo's movie somehow yeah. it like lined up yeah, yeah. Where when it's, know, when two, i get to pick something gosh damn <laughs> it, it, the way that we did it it lined up where game and movie are now back to back so
1: yeah we, so we, we want to be like to me
2: to to uh, mondo then to you and then until well, we, I could
1: trade you, dude. We could trade. We could trade. That's all good. I got one in the chamber. Okay. Well, we op- like we said, January 2023, our, our first episode of the year, we'll come back with Bioshock. And uh, other than that, gentlemen, you have yourselves a safe, happy new year. Um, Steve, especially in that snow, fucking please be careful. We need you here. Uh, Todd, I don't know how many more times you're going to move in the next two weeks, uh, but please settle down somewhere, please. <laughs> I'm driving.
0: Um, About 15 hours and about a week, so it's gonna be
1: nice. Oh fuck. You can you can FaceTime me the entire way.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Okay, never mind.
0: (laughs) Just just just, giggling. bring your quest. (laughs) Bring your quest. (laughs) I'm gonna quest drive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They they have have the pass-through thing, so I can watch them black and white. There you go. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. But to everybody, to our listeners, happy holidays, happy new years. We'll catch you in uh Twenty twenty three. Cheers to all the nerdiness and the madness to come. Bye. Oh, uh... See ya.
3: final member.